Broads, this episode is sponsored by Relief Band. There is nothing that can rain on my parade faster than feeling nauseous. You know that feeling, whether it's from a migraine, trying to read in the car, or a few too many (laughs) margaritas at Taco Tuesday the night before. Don't let nausea keep you down all day. Let Relief Band help. Relief Band's the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and prevent nausea and vomiting. So I've used it for migraines more than once. It's a lifesaver. Helps me feel better in just minutes so I can get on with my day and I've got to try it for reading in the car because I used to be able to do that as a kid and now no forget about it oh relief band is for you listen broads as you're getting ready to take that fall road trip in the car or you're anxious about heading back to the office we've got good news right now relief band has an exclusive offer just for chatty broads listeners if you go to reliefband.com and use promo code chatty you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee so head to reliefband.com and use our promo code chatty for 20% off plus free shipping. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Okay. Okay, 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 Broads. (laughs) We are back. Somehow we are back with another bachelorette you know what becca i i knew that we've had like 17 seasons back to back but for some reason it really wasn't computing and i'm like why normally like the first episode is like oh my gosh we're back doing this again yeah so we and just it did this just felt like a board. <laughs> i'm like oh yeah katie <laughs> katie was like eight weeks ago and how long was katie after matt i mean like right away was it? Yeah, like almost immediately, I think. There was like a couple weeks, I believe. And then right literally the week after Katie was BIP and then the week after BIP. Yeah, so at this point, you know. Is Michelle and then like, I, th- I think maybe with Michelle's we'll get a two week break before The Bachelor. Wow. I'm like, you guys, I understand Just that you had to take a COVID pause. But <laughs> trying to cut their losses. I'm like, this is a lot. I'm I'm starting to really mix up all the different people that were on the different Ugh. seasons. It's all just like a blur to me. Truly, truly. I was just someone, I don't know if it was like Paradise or something. I saw somebody and they were on a season from earlier this year. And I was like, wait, aren't they from like 2011? And I was like, no, oh. just from February. <laughs> 20, just, just the ancient February a million years ago. <laughs> I just feel, Uh, I almost feel bad for the uh, contestants on the show because I feel like it has to feel like so much whiplash. Like, Ivan, you were being talked about everywhere two weeks ago, (laughs) and now no one remembers. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's a blessing and a curse, right? Right. It's like, I suppose when it's something negative, then, but like, okay, I'll say this, like, Mari Kenny, Marissa Riley. Old news. um, Joe and Serena. (laughs) It's just like, wait, what? They got engaged? I forgot about all of them already. Guys, not a good time. Bachination to get engaged, have a new baby. Just don't do it. No. Hold hold the phone. (laughs) Hold the phone. Wait until there's a pause. Wait for a gap next year if there is one. I mean, if unless there's not because they do the senior one. <laughs> or, or what if they're just starting to do like two bachelor, two bachelorette? You know what? I do like, though, actually, that they're doing. I'm kind of psyched that they did back to back bachelorette seasons. Well, same because I like the bachelorette so much yeah. better than the bachelor. Yeah. That I would take. Honestly, I would take no bachelor 
and yeah. only ever have a bachelorette. Yeah, I kind of got to agree with you on that one. Maybe they but, could have a half of a season of The Bachelor so we could find a new bachelorette. The Bachelor is generally less predictable, though, because the men have no idea what the fuck is going on with their emotions and their dick and all these things at once. True. Bachelorette is almost always, and that's why when I used to watch The Bachelorette, I would always like tune out the last three three episodes because you're like, I know who this girl is picking. You know what? You're... S- it's so true. Yeah. It's it's before the podcast. We've talked about this. Yeah. With The Bachelorette, I would never keep watching the last few episodes. I would just look up spoilers. Right. Because I was like, I, I just, I don't care. I, like, not that I don't care, but I'm just like, I, I, this is just a lot of extra time right. that I could be, you know, watching Midnight Mass, for example. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I've been seeing everyone post about that. I have no idea what it is. I'm a little behind on the times. We just started Squid I, Games, you know. Oh, I, you just started it? Yeah. God bless. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, it's exactly what I thought. It's uh, it's like Hunger Games meets the platform meets the like, yeah, the, like, yeah, it's kind of is it's, my favorite. And, it's incredible. Yeah. Midnight Mass. I know we'll get, get back to okay. the actual right. show in a second, right. but I please do not send me any spoilers, anyone, because I am only a few episodes in. And as a person coming from a religious background, this show. Is it scary? It's scary. It's really scary, but it's also really intense for like those who have religious trauma. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. it's just a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot, and I kind of hate that I started it because it's emotionally torturous. But you know, here we are. Anywho, <laughs> great. Anywho, um, okay. So, okay, you were just telling me before we started recording. Yeah, I was like, t- tell me your thoughts, because because yeah. Uh, okay, so for the first episode. I will say this. It did go by quickly to me, which mm-hmm. I do. I always love when the first episode, because the first episode, it can be hit or miss. Yeah. It can seem so long. It didn't seem long to me. <sighs> I mean, Michelle might be in running for becoming the best bachelor ever, in my opinion. From an episode one already, the way that she's handling everything. Who's your top right now? Like Tasha? Yeah. Tasha's been my Tasha's favorite. Pretty good. Tasha was incredible yeah. because it was like the perfect balance of like she was so fun and exciting and vulnerable and vulnerable, vulnerable as she'd say, <laughs> but also <laughs> would like call shit out. Yeah, totally. She could handle her shit and yeah. be, like and do the romance and like yes. everything. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like we hadn't had a bachelorette balance everything yeah. like that so well. Michelle. I was literally blown away by the way she handled the first night. Zero nerves. Yeah. I was like, this woman she was quick. is so confident off the gate. I would be literally shaking. She had like, we'll get into it, but she had some quick quips. Uh, like, <laughs> real, like, she was on her fucking toes. I was like, does someone have a teleprompter for this woman right now feeding her like amazing lines to yeah. be able to like kick back at the guys? It was it was very impressive. It and you could good. tell because all the guys got so nervous after they met her. And there was even that part where Clayton was like, I fumbled that big time because I thought she was going to be a little nervous, but she wasn't at all. And now I'm a mess. So I, I, don't, I, th- I thought she was so, so good. Also... On Matt's season, yes, obviously she's beautiful, but holy shit, 
Yeah, she she's definitely really shining in a way that she wasn't on the prior season, maybe just because she has the spotlight now. But it's she like is, you get to really see her in her full glory. When they were doing that intro package and she was like in the pool and they were zooming up on her profile, I was just like, I am... T- my breath is taken away. I was rewinding to she's watch how stunning. beautiful she was. Yeah, she looks amazing. She's so quick. And also something that I think will be a little interesting in contrast with Tasha's season is like, I have a feeling things might get a little bit like messier and more dramatic because like, I don't know how much experience Michelle has like in love. And I yes, think that that's going to be kind of a great thing about it very interesting yeah from Tasha's perspective we had this new dynamic which was a person who's been in a marriage before and that was a whole new experience that was really interesting to watch someone who's experienced that but yeah I agree with she you, also Michelle. seems like she's always been the it girl and what Gray said and then Michelle said it in the episode uh actually and I was like oh Gray you nailed it Gray was like she seems like the girl who she has always kind of been like the pretty friend kind of watching everyone else and like not having guys hit on her a lot and stuff like that in high school and kind of being maybe on the outside when it comes to romance a little bit just because she's like sports driven, all that kind of right. thing. And then she said that and I was like, oh my God, you're so right. And so he's like, this is going to be interesting because, you know, she's kind of, she she is probably uh, been a little more like reserved and just sort of Mm-hmm. No, that's guarded. So, that's and so true. Yeah, that. and then you heard that in that poem at the end for the preview. Oh yeah, that poem gave me chills top to bottom. Oh yeah. Normally, I'm not a poem person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm excited. I already feel like the energy of this season is going to be a little different. Uh-huh. The fact that we right away, first episode in, first episode in, have this whole playbook drama uh-huh. and Tasha and Caitlin going into the rooms. Uh-huh. Yes, producer setups in different ways for sure, but new, which yeah, I appreciate. True. But on the other side, I feel like there's a couple very good guys that Michelle has in her crop of men. But I will tell you, the level of gimmickness that was happening was, I was like, who are these men and why are they doing this? Well, okay, so also like you and I said that we were going to do a few favorites and a few least favorites. I didn't have any favorite entrances, really. There, I mean, we're going to discuss it, but there was nothing where I was like, that was good. There were there were I will say this. The entrances that were my favorite were the ones that really nothing I happened. I know. Which normally like I think was it was it Katie's? Maybe it was. Claire slash Tasha's, where it was like there were no gimmicks. Yeah. And so it was a little bit like, come on, nobody's going to yeah. do something fun. This one, Bachelor David. I think that was Tasha's because, you know, she only had like six guys coming in or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. I think with though, I think with Claire's too, that Claire, uh, I remember that it was like there was nothing. It was just all very serious. Maybe COVID because they couldn't get like rentals and stuff. I don't know. Maybe. I'm making, I'm making excuses that are not deserved. But check this out. Bachelor data, the holy grail. Yeah. Wow. So impressive. The the, the speed in which she puts out <laughs> stats is, I'm like, and I can barely do basic math is just bewildering to me. Um, But she posted yesterday that Michelle's limo entrance gimmicks have officially broken Ben Higgins' record. Wow. So He had the most gimmicks of women coming onto his show? Mm-hmm. And Michelle's broke it. Wow. So she's had, like, by a mile. What is the definition of, of a gimmick here? 
I think does that anything, include bringing a small prop, or is that, or is that? A, I mean, I would okay. imagine probably seventy percent. Wow. Of her entrances, only thirty were traditional entrances. Wow. Seventy, and that again, I have to. I'll have to. Did they show all the men's entrances? I mean, I think, I think, but you know yeah. how it's like for two seconds for yeah. some of them. Yeah. But that was then where I was like, okay. It's too much. Yeah. It was just too much to me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Michelle handled it so well, but it was just over the top. I'll tell you what, though. I do think that there will be my vision. I think that the top like five guys, I think are going to be really solid. And I think it's going to be uh, a close finish is all I'm going to say. I feel like I was saying there seems like there's like a group of guys there that are maybe some maybe some of the best guys we've seen. Yeah. Right. And they'll be it'll be like that final group. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there's going to be maybe a lot of easy guys for her to let go. Yes. Which God bless. I'm sure that's easier yeah. when you're the lead to be like, OK, there's a whole chunk of people that I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no. But then, yeah, the final the final so so i want to know kind of all right let's see let's see i kind of want to know well first let's talk about her a little bit but then yes. i want to know who your kind of standouts are entrances but then also just people aside uh -huh, uh -huh. granted the preview it's like okay so we see our top four it is sort of what it seems. It's, see, I mean, yeah, I think. They they were showing like the same four men over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it looked her. that way. You know how they can be sneaky. They can be you sneaky. You know they can be I sneaky. I was like, oh, is PJ actually going to make it past week two? PJ! Because he was not in the damn preview like at all. No. But, um. And he wasn't in this episode barely at all either. No. I was like, where's PJ? <laughs> Gray, and, Gray was just like pacing. Like, where is he? He's just um, like a sweat rag. He's just wiping his. Oh my God. Where the hell is PJ? <laughs> so I want to know like your favorites. We'll talk about our favorites. I want to know like some of the guys. Obviously, we'll talk about cringiest entrances. Mm -hmm. But then I also want to talk about just like dudes you don't vibe with. Yes, for sure. And then I also want to talk about kind of there was definitely I feel like some surprising guys that she was really into yeah that she was really vibing with yes i mean I, there's an a very obvious one to me but um yes i would say head on a platter was a little bit of a throw i was a little thrown off that that was <laughs> connor b it was total connor b vibes that's true that's very true though i feel like rick isn't as goofy by any means no he's just B. creepier i was like now okay i will say with our cast bio <clears throat> our guesses i would say we were pretty 50 it, obviously it's the first episode sure. so we can't really tell that much but i would say so far we we were like really split down the middle yeah. i feel like 50 percent we were completely off yeah and the other 50 i'm like wow i feel Dead like we're completely <laughs> nailed them it's usually like that like one and two is like dead on the others one is like definitely not <laughs> there were a few that i had so created in you my head so that i was hard. like i know exactly what he's gonna be like and then when he walked up i was like i am so thrown off yeah yeah um do you want to start you want to chat a little bit about michelle first yes okay <clears throat> so 
like I said, I mean, intro package was phenomenal. Yeah. They really went all out for her, and I am very <laughs> thrilled for her. <laughs> they truly did. They're, uh, yeah, she's, you don't get the sense like you did with Kate, Katie or Claire. <coughs> I mean, let's be real. Fuck The Bachelor. It's been a few seasons of The Bachelorette since there was a Bachelorette that it seems like production actually even liked. Yeah, it does seem that way. I mean, clearly, aside, but clearly that was they, still COVID weirdness. They loved Tasha because <coughs> Tasha is now very much part of the franchise in every way. But you obviously they didn't like Claire, that's for sure. It hasn't been since what, like Becca's season that they've actually liked a lead? Seems like it. Seems like it. So this is feels- Claire after Becca. It doesn't seem right. Hannah. Hannah oh. Brown. Oh, they oh. loved Hannah Brown. <laughs> yeah. They loved Hannah Brown. How could Hannah I forget? Brown. Yeah, no, no, no. That was their golden child. How could child. I forget? They loved Although Hannah Brown. Although it's odd. She's not involved, like, she's not involved much. Yeah. I wonder about that a little bit. You know. Do you think they loved her ratings and they didn't love her working with her? I would say that that adds up with, you know. The floatings around. Ah, the the Hannah stands are gonna come. <laughs> I'm not. I have no. I don't know the woman. I have nothing to say about her. I know nothing of her. Well, you know, I will say you just hear you hear rumors and you hear things. Who knows around. the truth of it? But I will say she does seem very happy now. Knowing Becca firsthand, it's like Becca is like probably the easiest person in the world to work with. You know? Yeah. It's like she's so just like chill, nice, very polite, very like on time, respectful, all those kind of things. So it makes sense that she's doing so much with the batch world it seems like Tasha's uh, the same way absolutely and like you know i don't know Tasha well but the the few interactions have been nothing but lo- absolutely lovely mm-hmm. never met hannah so again yeah me neither. can't say anything but you you can't help but hear things around town sometimes mm. <laughs> juicy anywho but, definitely seems like michelle is one of their new favorites because she is getting that killer intro package um I was dying when they were in the classroom with the kids and one of the kids goes, how many boyfriends are you going to have? And I'm just like, I'm just picturing her being like, well, kids, let me tell you about this show that seems polyamorous positive, but in fact, it's kind of the opposite. So I'm going to start out with all these people, but it's really looked down upon if I say I love you to too many, but I have to walk away with one confusing. I know that one girl. Well, I don't know how I feel about her kissing 30 guys. It's like, stop shaming your teacher now. I'm just picturing the parents getting like, you know, like, hey, can you sign away for the kids to do filming with the bachelor? And you know that there's a mom there who is just praying she's going to be in the background. She's standing and she is just fully glammed out. And she's like, this is my moment. PTA. (laughs) She's like, told her, get everything to say. She's like, you better fucking say this line. You better fucking say it. If you don't have enough screen time on this, I swear to God. (laughs) full stage moms um but uh but i i loved i loved the moment with her family oh yeah they seem nice (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah they seem great (laughs) but i loved them like it was so nice to have I don't know. It was nice to have a, a story of like, I'm I'm single by choice because I have high standards because I've seen this. Yeah. I love that. I mean, yeah. I feel like it'll be an interesting dynamic um, on the season, again, because of that perspective. It's like you see the the 
absolute love between her mom and her dad and the fact that like the mom is like just talking about the dad and starting to cry and he's starting to cry and they're just <laughs> they've been married for however long and their love is that strong still that they're just a couple words and they're crying about each other i'm like my god so you know she's had a uh, quite an example of two people who really care about each other which it does look from the previews like she's down to that final rose who knows if she'll get engaged or not or not but it seems Very like she doesn't like make it all the way to that point whatever that means so. i know i know i'm like wow girl you've been holding out hope all these years for the bachelor franchise to find you that husband <laughs> of quality interesting but you know it's happened before and it's been happening recently it's been happening they've been they their record is high right now it was very low for a minute and now it is quite high do you think that covid has affected that like do you think yeah do you think had it been the same leads like two years ago same if they were the same age and everything that it would have different outcomes absolutely very interesting i mean i guess i guess at this point you know around i think a lot of the united states stuff is pretty open now so maybe not. No, but I, 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 I guess I mean like the psychological after effects of last year, even now, if you're in sure. an open That's society. True. There's kind of this thing of like, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if the world will be completely on fire on Thursday. So when you find someone, hold on real tight. <laughs> Granted, you know what, though? There have been the Bachelorette generally has higher rates of success in general. And in the past 18 months there have been what four bachelorettes to like one bachelor that's very true so that's that's, very true that also makes sense too that there's like a higher couples rate because hey look at the one bachelor Eh, they are dating but yeah but it didn't end in an engagement no yeah so i well i mean i feel like it's definitely uh a sure thing that nate will be in the top two i don't know how i feel about him I would say that if it wouldn't be for the preview that everyone's like, Nate's a player, I would be completely smitten. Mm. Because I feel like Nate, I did not get the energy from him at all that he was trying. It felt organic to me. Um, It felt very real. I did not get... We were all like, he's going to be a fuckboy because he's so beautiful and like the way he was dressed and everything. I did not get fuckboy energy from him at all. I think he needs an image consultant because the way he's like doing his eyebrows and his hair, like the look combinations, it's like, it's not maybe what you want to be giving off. It's a, it's a big fuckboy. It's a big right. fuckboy look. Definitely. But I mean, what, what better than a fuck, not a fuckboy who looks like yeah. a fuckboy. I'm fine True. with that. True. True. <laughs> but I, uh, it was interesting too. um, after we did the cast bio episode, uh, I did get a DM from someone um, who was like, I'm cracking up with you guys talking about Nate because I went to school with him like most of their life. And they were saying like, yeah, he's absolutely gorgeous and like, you know, a really great guy, but like 1000% not a player. Uh. So, I mean, that's one person's, but this person apparently went to school with him for a long time. Now, there was other people, I don't know about you, that I was getting blown the fuck up about. And I was like, guys, just let me make my own judgments. But there was one person in particular that I was getting totally blown up about. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. I'll did you not? Ha- did you not have uh, any one particular person I you're getting blown up about? I haven't checked my DMs in numerous hours, so okay. 
Okay. Um, before we dive in a little more, okay, should we take is, a quick pause? Yes. Also, first, I have a funny story. Tell my me. my nanny had texted text us this morning, being like, "Oh, my roommate just tested positive for COVID, and like, I don't know what to do. Like, we haven't really been together the past weekend." She just texted and said, "My roommate's an idiot. She saw the word positive and panicked. She tested positive for the antigen, and I had to tell her, of course, because she's vaccinated." So anyway, that was good news. Good news Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. A miracle. A miracle. She's been healed. She's been healed. Divine intervention. Okay, anyway. All right. Broads. So today's episode sponsor is by something I swear to you. I swear I use this almost every other day, and that is honey. Okay, so let's talk about it because I actually know how useful this is, but I also know how skeptical I was at first because like a lot of people, I was like, free money. What's the catch? Uh, Well, let me start off by saying there isn't one like it all. Honey is straightforward and super simple. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones to your cart. Yeah, you don't even have to do any work for it. It's really that easy. The hardest part about Honey is just downloading it in the first place, which isn't hard. Um, Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. Everything from tech and gaming products to food to live food delivery to home decor and fashion brands. The other day, I literally saved 25% on an entire order unexpectedly. <laughs> food order, which I love. I'm always, I used to go in my email and be like, oh, do I have anything from Uber Eats yep. or Postmates? Any codes? Yep. Now Honey does all the work for me. Anyway, uh, it's if you're buying a necessity that you have to purchase regardless, like a household product or food like me, then I think it counts as being free money. I mean, honestly, all you have to do, by the way, is install Honey on your computer. And the next time you get to the checkout page of one of your favorite stores, Honey will let you know if it's found a coupon code and it will try them all and apply the best one to your cart. You just have to sit back and watch the prices drop. It's incredible. And if you don't already have Honey, you could just be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. It installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be doing yourself a favor and you're going to be supporting the show. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com chatty. That's joinhoney.com chatty. And make sure to use the slash chatty so you can support our show. Hmm. Uh, Broads, my fall allergies are acting up lately badly between that and how dusty and dry the air is in California right now. It's kind of the worst combination for breathing easy. I'm so thankful that inside my house, we have an Air Doctor because it has made all the difference. Air Doctor makes professional quality air purifiers that remove particles and toxic gases and uses medical grade filters to remove 99% of bacteria and viruses, including pollen dust and smoke. Wow. Yes. This has been the best thing for my kids' room Actually, I have one in there right next to their cribs, especially now that they're a little bit older and they're going to the park and on play dates and all that stuff. All kids are really germy just by Mm -hmm. nature. But having an air doctor in their room helps me know that if they did bring anything home from the playground, it won't last long. Plus, their Whisper Jet fans, air doctors are 30% quieter than most other air filters. So kids don't even know when they're there. The coolest and fe- you don't know in there. Yes, exactly. The coolest feature, I think, is that uh, it has this thing called auto mode. The air doctor actually uses a laser air sensor to detect the quality of the air and adjust automatically. So you never have to touch a thing. It handles all all of it for you. Like, for example, if I'm cooking and I burn something, you know, just an example, um, <laughs> the light turns red right away and I know that it's working. And I've definitely noticed I was breathing easier once we started using Air Doctor. It makes a huge difference. This is like from a product from the future. I know. 
Laser detectors? What? Fancy, okay. fancy, fancy. Also, Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Just go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code chatty and you're going to receive up to $300 off. That's right. Up to $300 off. But only if you go to airdoctorpro.com, A-I-R-doctorpro.com. Use promo code chatty, airdoctorpro.com, promo code chatty. Okay, so first we have some of the guys' intro packages, you know. Yes. In general, I'll be honest, I didn't feel like any intro package particularly stood out, except for the fact that, and I saw Blake H. post about this, and I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, thank God, Uh it's not just me. Uh Chris S., had the longest intro package I've ever seen. Chris S. was the one who ended up coming out in shorts, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. His intro package was 100 years. And you would you would really think that there was something, some reason for he, that? He has to go far, right? I mean, unless production just absolutely loves him. I mean, we know he's obviously not the next Bachelor. <sighs> but I'm like, why is this intro package so long? They're not talking about anything. I bet he's going to be the villain of the season. Quite a call. You think so? Yeah, he's the one that came out in shorts, right? Yeah. Hate him. The, the Hate him. I saw you put up a poll and you're like, what do we think about this guy? A lot of people were like, nah. A lot. I thought because you put that up, you liked him. And I was I was like, oh, we're we're gonna maybe have a, a disagreement no. on this one. <laughs> no, right away I was like, nah. <laughs> Two seconds in. The whole <sighs> No, I, I I think he's going to be a villain, and I they have done that in the past. Remember, I I mean it was a season I was on, so I won't forget it. But like Crystal had this whole intro about how she feeds the homeless and yes. like all this stuff, and then, she did have a long intro package. And they yeah. do they've done that more than once. There's someone else recently, or they did the same thing. He did say in his intro package, he was like, "I love helping Luke people." P. Luke P. Oh, you're See, right. this is the classic. This You're is the classic right. pre-villain. How did I miss it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah, they did. They did have Chris say, "I I care about helping people." And then we uh-huh. saw him with his mom. Yeah, no. And he, you know, she was playing with him about how they're both him and Michelle are both point guards. Okay. Remember I Luke think P. Right. I think Luke P. Was with his niece. Like his, she was yes. helping him pack. Yes. Like, yes. And he had the intro package. Like he was going to be the sweetheart of the season. And everyone was obsessed with Luke P. Night one. Greg had a long intro package too. And he was with his family and it was very like sweetheart. All right. They got to throw in the twist. This is B, classic. I think you nailed this it. This is classic. I think you nailed yeah. it. I can't believe I missed it. Yeah. I was just like, why is this so long <laughs> and nothing's happening? And I don't feel like I'm getting anything from this. And we barely then saw him on the actual episode. He doesn't seem like, you know, maybe it's just my followers though, because it, it was like. I think it was like 80% of people who were like, nah, yeah, to him. So, but I, I guess what I'm saying is he didn't seem very beloved after episode one. By no, any means. it wasn't like a Greg or a Luke P thing where everyone's like simping for them. Right. Maybe they thought he they would because he is very, I mean, he's a very handsome guy. Right, right. Um, but they didn't give us much with him. Maybe, maybe episode two, we're going to get a whole taste of Chris S. Who knows? Also, something to notice, Chris, we find out that he is a motivational speaker with a nonprofit where he goes and talks to kids. I was like, okay, this is very different than a freelance motivational 
speaker. Very different. We were we were covered <laughs> this, this in, not in scared goosebumps yeah. when we first saw that he was a motivational speaker. But that's a very different energy. And now we're like, no, you're just a youth group pastor. And that's on God. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, as soon as he said that, I'm like, this all adds up to me. Yeah. When they were saying motivational speaker, I'm like, I'm not reading motivational speaker yeah. off of him. Though his energy was interesting to yeah. me, um, but definitely can picture it in front of like children being just like, you got this kids, you know. Now, the only other thing pre-actual motivational speaker for children just kind of makes me laugh. So just it's picture, probably high schoolers. I'm picturing the like preschool. Like, you got it. College preparation. They're like. Think about your future. They have like cups of Cheerios. They're just like <laughs> they're just those little bowls. They're just spilling their juice everywhere. They're just like shaking. Miss Michelle, <laughs> I pick I Amber like up from this. school and she's just like, Chris, Mister Chris G scares me. <laughs> Mister Chris G, I said I have to think about my future. I don't know what that is. Mister Chris G told me I'm wasting time when I'm watching Sesame Street because there's. <laughs> Because there's really no profitable aspect. She gets in the car. She's like, "Mom, you ever think about how there's only 24 hours a day, so we got to make each one count?" (laughs) She, I'm like, I don't, I don't need that energy. She, (laughs) she already came home from school uh, a couple days ago before the weekend and runs in the house screaming, "No more plastic!" Oh yeah. And I hear her yelling it from her, which. Yes, agree. I appreciate that I have my now little non-plastic warrior in the house, but I hear her screaming from her bedroom, no more plastic. And I walk in and she's trying to break her toothbrush. Yeah, in I was half. saying like burning Barbie dolls or some crazy shit. She was shit trying like to that. break her toothbrush in half, yelling, no more plastic. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, Amber, I'm like, you're right. And mommy and daddy need to work on that. But you already have the toothbrush, so if you break it, you're then actually it wasting goes in the landfill, and you're helping to kill the yeah, earth. Yeah, and she was just like screaming it from the bedroom, trying to break her shit. So, anywho, hey, don't I got need a, that. I got a question for you, real quick, before I forget. Along those lines, what do you do? What did you do? How did you handle it? Or did you just stop taking her outside when Ember started, like you know, commenting on other people, like where Ruth is? You know, we're in line at the Salvation Army yesterday, and Ruth's like, she's got a baby in her belly, yay! About someone who's definitely not pregnant, you know. It she's is. gonna push a baby out of her belly, mom. And you're just like, the things my daughter has said, I cannot speak of on this podcast. What do you do? Do you just, you just, all you do is rush them along, right? You're like, you're like, la 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 la. <laughs> yeah, just trying to talk over and just be like, we love babies, and when people have babies in their belly, it's like, mommy had Frank in her belly. You know, you start doing that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you can do is just pray for people's forgiveness around you. And like, I remember um, I've I mean, I've had I've had children say things to me before that hurt my feelings when I was like standing in line. Like, I remember right after I got my pixie cut and I was hyper self-aware of it. There was a little kid behind me and and she was just like, look at that boy. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) No, and I know, too, if I was to be like, yeah, and mommy had a baby, like, oh, you're talking about mommy's baby, when mommy had a baby in her butt, I even She'll be like, Ruth no. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Damn. not what I mean. <laughs> oh, I've said before, yeah, everywhere I'd be like, 
oh yeah you mean this and she's like that is not what i said and then she just repeats it louder and you're just like i'm so sorry sometimes they're mean as hell though i think i told you about my one nanny kid where he was like i was like am i your favorite and my favorite babysitter and he was like you would be my favorite if you didn't have all those red dots all over your face Now, I was like, and this is where you die. <laughs> no judgment to the parents of, you know, of the child. But I think there's there's a difference between kids who are making observations. Like, you know, I've seen my, my mom with a baby in her belly, uh, so I'm making a yeah. comparison. Yeah. Versus when the children are saying things that are cruel. I'm like, that is a whole different conversation with me and Ember if that if that type of stuff is happening. I think it's just personality sometimes too. Like that kid in particular, it was just like he learned at a young age like what he could do to kind of like get you. And it was almost like, you know, some kids like to watch that, you know, watch that reaction. Like, yeah. and if I do this, then what are you gonna Yeah, what, that's, you a, gonna, that's a no go. That's a no go in our house. That's that's where that's where mommy can get strict. Yeah. I'm pretty low key, but when yeah. you're hurting individuals, I'm like, that's gonna be a no. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Ember's I'm not sure. Ember's not uh, intentionally like harmful. No, like she, she's, she's she's always interested in No, she's always been very kind. Yeah. She'll say some wild shit. Yeah. But she's always she's, been she's not by nature a kid. She's who, not intent or no, interested in hurting people. No, she actually gets like if if her what she does has a negative reaction, it's she actually has like a meltdown. Gets worked up. She just yeah. wants positive reactions from people yeah. always. <laughs> Uh, You're gonna have a little just story with Ruth. She was so mad this morning because I took her purse and she was literally like that. Like with her teeth grabbing onto it, trying to get it out of my hands. Like, it's my purse. You cannot take it to work. That is mine. And I was literally just like, no, that's my purse. This was never your purse. (laughs) Like, I bought this. How dare you? This was literally never your purse, ever. (laughs) You got it. You got it before you were on this planet. I let you you've, borrow it. Okay? You've literally never been more wrong about anything. <laughs> you don't own anything because you don't understand money. You have no concept of capitalism. <sighs> it's mine, mine, mine. Anyway. All right. So back to. So other than that, the intro packages, I was oh. just like, you know, yeah. The only thing that I was going to say happened before the actual limo entrances was the extremely produced we're gonna go through their shit okay this is what i want to get your take on this because i was seeing everyone talking about how they think that the uh playbook from ryan was a producer plant no the what no what i'm like no 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 that was his thing how if, if it was a plant he would just be like i have no idea what you're fucking talking about yes do you know that he'd be all over instagram right now being like i've never seen that thing in my life i mean granted you sign you sign shit but yeah i mean he, he, I, his, his, we saw his reaction like he no, wasn't shocked it's his. like trust me the man was lying upside right. down yeah. and sideways trying to convince her that if it, if it would have been a plant he would have just been like you i'm not really sure you, like you would have seen a very different reaction if it was a plant you would just be like i I'm telling you right now, I don't know what you are talking about. A thousand percent. But I was seeing so many people being like, this is a producer plant. No. Do people understand what that means? I don't. People, I was seeing people just like looking at like, like looking at um, 
zooming in on all the writing and being like, this is obviously producer. I'm like, no. I did wonder if producers added stuff to it. I did wonder for, that. For the, um, like when they were scanning over it to look at it. Yeah, or like particular, there was like a couple, a quote or two where I was like, hmm, maybe, but, but, but what I want to know is how did produ- production knew that he had that? Yes. Now that's it. How did they know that he had it? How did they know? I did see some hilarious posts that I was living for where people were like, (laughs) Ryan was a plant. (laughs) Ryan was a plant and this is a threat by producers to everyone else (laughs) against Game of Roses. And I was dying and I was like, well, then they did a shitty job because if someone if someone actually listens to Game of Roses techniques, they would win the goddamn show. They wouldn't get caught up right away. So please. But they were saying, yeah, Ryan's a plant as a threat to all people attempting to try to win the show. I mean, like, it must have just been, like, typical, like, producer-friendly relationship. Where I, don't, I don't know, though. Like, I don't know how you would... I just don't know how they found that out. He also, though, kind of hits me as somebody who would, in a ITM with maybe a female producer that he's flirting with, yeah. would brag about it. Yeah. I could. It hits me that he's the type of guy that would be like, Oh, I feel like I got this in the bag. Like I even brought, like I got, I got, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressive. I'm very prepared, and I have a whole, I have a whole, um, basically, you know, notebook filled with information to make sure that, like, you know, yeah, I'll be good, honey. Yeah, I could see him being that type of guy. Now let's just let's just get into Ryan in general because yes, as we have seen, also he was. On a batch, he was at a bachelor live show and he was someone who got called. Wait, no, he was pre selected, right? Yes, for bachelor live. I believe they're pre, yeah. The guys, the, the people who are like the bachelors are pre selected, yeah, yeah. So he's a bachelor super fan, so <laughs> yeah, so maybe. <sighs> I'm my, you know, I, I want to have theories, but I'm like, maybe during the Bachelor Live thing, he was like, yeah, I mean, I have like a whole game plan if I was to go on The Bachelor. And they're like, we should cast this guy. Perfect. Like, bingo. Definitely an option. He's and then like, maybe they I would, told him, I would, I would do well. Bring a, bring, like, if you've got any notes you've got or anything, bring it. I will say when Tasha and Caitlin went in his room, and I don't believe that this man is a good actor in any way shape or form i don't believe he could ever act yeah when taisha and caitlin went into his room he was very uncomfortable yes definitely he was dripping sweat outside and he does that crazy like right just trying to smile through his absolute horror oh yeah and so i'm like yeah maybe they encouraged him to bring it on but at the same time it was like why and let's be real he is a bachelor super fan so he probably knows this is not typical protocol. Why are they in my room right now? Yes. This is not what they de- they've done on the other seasons. And the Bachelor produce there probably was a producer or someone who was kind of like, you know, it's our little secret, whatever. Good, you know, good call. This uh-huh. is all about making good TV, you know, kind of toying with him a bit for sure. 1000%. And obviously they knew to look for it because they were rustling through like unzipping shit in his fucking suitcase. Yeah. 
They, I mean, yes, it it was. That's very clear that like obviously production. You know, it, they all knew it was there. They were there for a purpose. We saw them go through. They did a like you know a BS one to try to make sure it didn't look like they were going directly for him by going to Chris, uh, Chris G's totally. room first. And then they went to Ryan's and that's Parisian all people's skincare products on the, on the counter. Yeah. Like for sure. It's like, they probably, they probably literally went through just those two rooms and that was it. Well, and then what really irked me and it's just so classic bachelor host, same shit with like the well stuff is like, yeah, of course. And then they're not going to tell her until three quarters of the way through the night at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, like they've known the whole time and they even you know we had the moment with Tasha and Caitlin like off to the uh, the side when they were watching the limo entrances and she clearly liked Ryan's entrance and they were like oh no that's Ryan that's that guy it's like okay so they oh, make that's right the guy we found the play but oh we totally forgot to tell her uh-huh uh-huh and so then it's like you know then they have to wait and tell her when she's exhausted and has been doing this for however many hours although and- Ryan was awful already that's the one I was shocked that she had any sort of energy with. He came out of the limo and his energy the entire time was I was like, I can't. No, stand did he have an ice cream guy. truck? He had an ice first of all, he had an ice cream truck. And then when he had his little like one-on-one moment with her, he was like ice cream and he gave them snow cones. And it was like, I'm very confused. This man, first of all, doesn't know what ice cream is. He's giving them snow <laughs> cones. And why you. isn't she addressing this? And his just his energy. It was you like snow cones. I hate snow cones. That's just a waste. To yeah. Me. Why are you going to pay six dollars for water? A wa- flavored flavored water. I fructose corn syrup. Yeah. I'm like, no nah. food coloring. No. Nah. And then it all just lands at the bottom oh, anyways. And it melts so fast. I don't like things that can melt. I don't like my desserts to oh, melt. What, are you supposed to bite into ice? Ugh. I don't even, I struggle with ice cream sometimes because I really, I like to really enjoy and like, you know, put it in my purse if I'm not done with it till later and then snack on it, whatever. I'm like, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that won't work that with ice cream. <laughs> it doesn't work. That will not go well. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, didn't like him. Not at all. Not at all. So I was very thrown off that she was invested in him at all in any way. But the way that Michelle handled the situation was 10 out of 10 standing ovation. I couldn't. No bullshit. No bullshit. No bullshit. He's the man is dripping sweat. It's like if he could have unbuttoned more buttons on his very open shirt, he would have. Now, when that guy stepped out of the ice cream truck, that was like, oh, I've never seen a more fuck boy, fuck boy in my entire life. The hair, the very open buttons. He wishes he a fuck. He was a fuck boy. A fuck boy insinuates that you actually are <laughs> fucking a lot of women. But, but I just. But when he, the way that the way that she handled that situation, and then <sighs> when he went to the fact that she looked at him, she right away was just like. So I'm going to have to see this shit. I loved it because you could tell that he thought he was going to get away with just sitting on the bench with her and being like, hey, like, yeah, I kind of I kind of like I didn't like I didn't watch The Bachelor at all. But my wife's or my my friend's wife my did. Wife. <laughs> my wife like, watched the truth it. is really coming out now. <laughs> He's like, my friend's wife did. And she like helped me with some notes. But like, I've never watched the show. And she was helping me out. And I just wanted to find out about you. And he thought he was going to get away with it. Problem free. And then she's like, what about I take a look at this uh, playbook of yours? And it's like, fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> goes upstairs. And then when they're going through it, then when he said, um, so, you know, here it is. Here's just a list of like what I'm looking for in a dream woman. She's like, I'm going to need you to leave. So I can go through this. <laughs> Such a teacher. He's standing like, in the corner. You're going to go outside. And he's just like, I am not here for the right reasons. What do you, I am well, here you... for the right reasons. <laughs> I have never, I don't think I've ever heard on this show someone. Um, slip up that much? Slip up that much. And then also contradict themselves every other sentence. He said, I've never watched the show. My friend's uh, wife helped me. And then in two seconds, he said, oh I wrote these notes. And she said, I thought the friend He's like, well, she I dictated them. I actually wrote. Yeah. Them. And then he goes, no, 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 for real, though. And then he's just like, well, I wrote part of them and she wrote part of them. <laughs> it was and a collaboration. Said, really? And then he said, I've only watched two hours, but two minutes before he said, I've never watched the show. And then he's like, I've only watched like two hours. And then two minutes later, he said, when I was watching Michelle and writing down everything about her, it was like, bro. I've never watched a show. I've watched so I've watched two hours. I watched her season. The friend's wife story really reminded me of a, sort, a certain like birthday Instagram caption scenario. Yes, one thousand <laughs> percent. It was. It was. She's like, what is the story here? It was like I'm, your friend's wife. What are you? Which actually, talk I feel like there probably is some truth in that, but they probably all watch it together. Oh, I don't doubt that she was texting him, Jason Tartik. Right? You should definitely emulate him. I don't doubt that there were um, that there were collaborations, cooperations. Yes, I don't doubt that at all. I was laughing so hard when Jason posted. Did you see Jason post about it? No, but I was dying because, like, you know, Caitlin was obviously going through it, and I just died. And it was when the first thing me. that she saw, and it was just like <laughs> I just absolutely to, died to emulate. No, Jason. Um, oh man. Jason posted and he goes, <laughs> he goes, he took a screenshot of it and he goes, who to emulate? And then about Jason, it said, not your typical bachelor wasn't a standout. <laughs> he goes, Ryan, should I be offended or flattered? <laughs> Jason, not your typical bachelor, not a standout. And then I saw Mike Johnson because he had a line about Mike Johnson. But with all the other guys, he had like a paragraph. And with Mike Johnson, there was just one line. And Mike was like, should I be offended that I only have one quality? <laughs> it would have been that actually so funny. It would have been actually a fucking trip to see your name on that list. It was like I saw Completely. Jason, Mike, Blake H. Completely. And you're like, I got to find out what this person said about me. But. There was this moment <laughs> where he either he wrote it about himself or the wife's friend okay, wrote it about that, himself. Okay, let's talk about that because that was really weird and I posted about it on my Instagram and I I well, I want to know your thoughts. That was fucking weird. <laughs> okay. So there was a part where they maybe I have it written down. Yeah. No, no, I have it I, I don't have it written down, but I have it on my Instagram story. Uh-huh. You come off as mean and demanding. Better to just keep those thoughts to yourself and express a positive outlook to others. <laughs> and there was way more than no, that. No, and too also, it all, yeah, it also said before that <laughs> it said um, it said that he was overconfident and arrogant. It says Ryan, your biggest fault is that you're overconfident and arrogant. And and what was the other one? De demeaning and demanding or something. <laughs> what? So either he wrote this about himself or 
his friend wrote it about him. Now, I don't think, does any, how many people, I mean, granted, he seems like a weird guy, wouldn't put it past him. How many people would write to themselves, Becca, your biggest flaw is that you are a hypocrite, idiotic, trash person who doesn't deserve to be loved by anyone, you know, like in your playbook. Can you picture him, though, like looking in the mirror and being like, you stupid You fucked this shit up again. I don't know what's more disturbing, if it was him or if a friend wrote that in your Bachelor playbook. Yeah, the way that it was written was um, kind of horrifying to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I live for a friend who's direct and honest with me about maybe sometimes my my faults and flaws. But this was a little extreme. Um, But again, this man also hits me as someone who... A friend of his could tell him that and he would take it as a compliment. You know, like he's the guy who someone goes, you're overconfident and arrogant and demeaning and demanding. He goes, what I hear you saying is that I'm confident and I demand what, I get is what I want. positive for me. <laughs> like that's why he, he's but, translating it in that way. But isn't that so weird how then they continued on? We're like, better to just keep that to yourself and have a positive outlook. I'm like, did his mom write that? This is terrifying. This is an entire family. Like, it's a, just the, the collaboration of the century. Like, he's got like 200 <laughs> voices in it all coming together. Scary. I mean, like, I don't know. That is, I, I would not. You. I have questions and I really hope he answers them. I really hope one of these Bachelor podcasts gets him on and we get some answers. Well, you know, he, yeah, that was a bad night for Ryan. Do you think that he'll be a Bachelor in Paradise person? They'll have him be the, one of the night one guys who shows up. He's already on his second show, right? He was already on Bachelor Live. That's true. He Consider might as well Paradise do a, the third. <laughs> do a hat trick. <laughs> I so he said though that was disturbing to me. Also, the, <laughs> if I was Michelle reading it, the thing that would have been the most disturbing to me is the portion that included the lines that Ben Higgins had used to get women to fall for him. That's weird. Horrifying. Truly horrifying. That is so that was then when that's when it went from I mean the playbook was already a lot and you're seeing how hefty it was. There were many a page. Like yes. this wasn't like a like one or two pages printed out. It was just like it was like a hundred page document. And it's talking about his faults, who to emulate, how to not be the villain you know, in information about her. But then when she read that about the lines to use to get people to fall in love with you, I was like, oh, we have yeah. some serial killer shit happening yeah. right now. And I'm concerned that it wasn't just you who wrote this because now I'm nervous for your town. You live in a small town, a small farming town, and I'm nervous <laughs> because that's some serial killer energy. And you know when there's not a lot of people around in those farm town fields, it's gonna be a little scary because nobody knows what happens. You know what I will say in his defense is that when I went on The Bachelor, I need to straighten up. I look like I have no neck on this screen right now. (laughs) When when I went on The Bachelor, I was like, you know, I don't know. When you obviously he was lying about watching the show, he's probably watched it for years and years and years now. Yeah. But I will say that when I went on it, me and all my friends were like dead serious about like, okay, I got to do anything it takes to get to the final two. Maybe the t- maybe I'll, t- you know, and then I'll dump him. Like I will break up with him and then I will become. That's, that's iconic. No one has ever done that. Like broken up with The Bachelor, whatever, sure, in the top sure. two, like, which is what Maddie Pruitt ended up doing. Mm-hmm. The girl knew what she was doing. 
go buy her book. <laughs> Use my discount code, Becca20. Just kidding. So <laughs> I was like, wait, my for really? code. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um but then you go on the show especially because I didn't know who Ari was. So I was like literally thinking like, oh, I'll do anything I can to get as far as I can. Yeah. And then like break up and then be the bachelorette. And then yeah. you go on the show. And then I was very quickly confronted with like, this is a real person with real feelings that I sure. would not want to hurt all those kind of things. And suddenly it it's becomes, a very it, it's a reality, right? It, it's a, you're watching it from a show perspective. And then all of a sudden human beings feelings are involved. Absolutely. And then you're like, Oh fuck! I would yeah. not want to actually hurt this person or lead them on, or like mm-hmm. unless you're just not a nice person. But uh, anyway, so I kind of uh, I will throw that out there is the whole like you know everyone's everyone's like let's get you as far as you can on this show. Mm-hmm. Say what you need to say because it's a TV show. Yeah. So Ryan, I'll stick my chin out for you there in that regard. <laughs> Because granted, he's never met Michelle before. Understandable. I'll tell you this much, Ryan. Though I find it creepy that you have documentation um, <laughs> and that you brought it with you, that it wasn't just like flashcards beforehand. Um, <laughs> I have no problem with someone bringing in a strategy book. I have a problem with lying relentlessly. You know what I mean? I'm like, if you're gonna if you, if you're gonna b- literally bring a strategy book there, and you know how like strict everything is when you're on set, I would just be like, I'm gonna just run with it. And when she confronts me about it, I would just be like, Yeah, I want to be really prepared. You already just say this, like, look, I've been watching the show for years. Me and my friends and family are all obsessed. And prior to this, I thought it was just a TV show. But having even talked to you for like ten minutes. This is so real to me. And I can tell you, honestly, like this is not no longer about a show anymore. This is about a connection with you. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) You're like, I was also on the show. (laughs) And my thing, too, is it's like if you if he could have just been like literally been like, hey, you know, I uh, I have to be honest with you about some of my fault, my flaws. I I think I'm a good guy. I'm demeaning. I'm demanding. (laughs) But I can be. I can really go for what I want and uh-huh. I can be overconfident and that can be a, a put off to some people. And I know there's some really good people in this franchise who have become villains just because they're very confident. And so I just really want to make sure I don't want to walk away from this damaged. So I'm really going to try to make an effort and I want to remind myself and make sure that like, you know, going in, but I'm going to be honest with you about that. I want a good connection with you, but I might come off to the guys this way because when I see something I want, I go for it. I go for it. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, oh, you, I've never seen the show before. Oh, I've watched it twice. Oh, two hours. Oh, it's my friend. Oh, never mind. I mean, it was just like, a basketball metaphor. You know, <laughs> when would you doubt. not look at the hoop when shooting? Trying to make that three pointer? No, you would focus your eyes on the prize and go for a mm. do you, slam dunk. Do you um, not practice before the big game? Right. <laughs> Does your coach not have a playbook to win? To take it all home? And to me... No You're offense, ultimate- no offense, Michelle. I know that you you care about basketball, but to me, love it's the ultimate game. Yeah, mm. Mm, not the game. Love the ultimate prize. Yeah, there we go. That's the direction I was going in, but I was going to say, Michelle, you're the ultimate prize, and I was like, no, yeah, love the ultimate prize. Boom. I'm not Nailed looking it. for. I'm not looking for a ring from a game. I'm looking for a ring for. Life. Do they get basketball rings? 
I think so. I think everyone gets rings. Right? But that's just me talking out of my ass, not knowing everyone anything about get rings. sports. <laughs> everyone should get a ring. Everybody should get a ring. At least be honest that you just have watched the show for hours upon hours. I don't understand when people try to pull this like I've never seen the show before. Like, I'm truly, unless you give me big Zach kind of dad energy, if I, if you've never watched the show before, I'm a little weirded out. I'm going, you're going to, you're going to try to get on national television on a gigantic show and you've never watched an episode to prepare yourself. I'm a little thrown off. So let's get, okay. So Ryan, that was, that was pretty much Ryan, right? I mean, yes. by Ryan. Um, should we take a quick pause before? Yes, what yes, are we yes, going to dive into afterwards though? Are we going to do? Well, I was going to, I was going to just actually bring up some of the actual front runners and i wanted to talk about jamie our biotech ceo for a second mm -hmm. okay okay yeah we also Among have others, to talk about obviously. joe yes okay we got a lot to still talk about but first but first broads um listen every job has writing involved even if you think yours doesn't it does it might be something as big as a press release or as small as an email or anything in between but we all have or to a resume for the job you want exactly we all have to write sometimes and for a lot of us myself included that means instant writer's block um even if it's not instant, I do I do need help. I need help quite often, um, which is why I love having WordTune on standby to assist. Even when I was a nanny, I had to have a great profile that was well-written because that was what caught people's eye. You somehow have to write at every point in every yeah. job. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, now looking for a nanny, there's a lot of poorly written profiles. So writing matters. And mm -hmm. WordTune is like having a real live editor right there with you. In real time, you can type in the general idea of what you want to say or the draft of what you already have. And then you'll get alternative suggestions to your writing. You're going to get improved ways of sharing your thoughts. I had my personal doubts that a computer could really pick up what I was trying to say. Honestly, you guys, it works. I am blown away by WordTune. Yeah, they're really incredible. WordTune improves writing efficiency up to four times and better, faster writing means better business. Um, your team can use WordTune to improve performance on any project, everything from internal emails to press releases, sales outreach to customer service support, and so much more. And right now, you can get 50% off WordTune for teams at wordtune.com slash chatty. You can use WordTune anywhere you're writing online, including Google Docs, Slack, Outlook, Web, and WhatsApp. It's been a game changer for our business day to day and Wow, I wish I had this in college. I'll just say that. Oh my gosh, same. I wish I had this like a year ago. <laughs> anyway, right now our listeners can get 50% 50 50 off WordTune for teams at wordtune.com slash chatty. And if you want to see the benefit of WordTune, you can try WordTune for free at wordtune.com slash chatty. This 50% discount is only available for a limited time and only available for teams. Um, so you really might not ever see a discount like this again. And your team can start writing better right away for 50% off half price at wordtune.com dot com slash chatty okay i'll be honest until very recently when i thought of options for healthcare in america i just thought paying lots of money in deductibles copays and premiums only to still be really confused about what your benefits actually are uh, believe it or not the american healthcare system is more than a bit confusing but we recently found out 
this is amazing, about crowd health. And now we're telling you because, oh my God, it's so much easier and more affordable. So here's how it breaks down. You join crowd health by paying a monthly subscription. You can start and stop when it's convenient for you. And because there's no insurance middleman, crowd health is able to pass the savings right back to you, but you're still able to see any doctor you want. You can find doctors local to you and 100% of your membership pays for your actual healthcare cost. I think we can all agree that finding a doctor and dealing with any sort of medical process is already an unnecessarily stressful situation. So the more simplified and user-friendly it can be, the better for everyone. CrowdHealth has given the whole process a much-needed upgrade. You can even receive virtual care through the app, which saves so much um, time on follow-up appointments or quick questions that don't need an in-person visit. I'm telling you, Broads, this company, their mission and the people behind it are truly incredible. The stories that you've heard from or that I've heard from CrowdHealth are amazing. For a limited time, our listeners get their first month free. And uh, after you've been a member, CrowdHealth will include a fitness wearable. So that's 30 days to try risk-free plus the fitness wearable. You just have to go to joincrowdhealth.com slash fit and enter code chatty at sign up. So that's joincrowdhealth.com slash fit. Promo code chatty. CrowdHealth is not insurance. It's a community-powered alternative. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, so <coughs> you want to talk about Jamie. So let's we can talk about limo entrances and we can talk about Jamie starting there. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I was just going to say, Jamie sort of gave the impression that going off of Ryan that he had never seen the show before. Mm-hmm. Sort of seemed. Like, do you buy that? I buy it a lot more with Jamie I know he said in in the cast bio that he had never watched any reality TV before. And I definitely, I didn't not believe it with him. But again, I just, I believe someone being like, I don't watch The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. I totally believe that. Mm -hmm. And being like, I've never watched The Bachelor before. But I don't believe that people get cast for the show and that they then find out who the lead is and they don't binge a couple episodes of the show. But granted, I didn't watch any of Ari's season. Yeah, but you but you already knew the show. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if you've never seen the show yeah, before yeah. and you're like, what am I about to involve myself in? You know nothing of the protocol, no idea what you're in for. And you're just not even going to watch an episode or two to get the gist of maybe what's you going don't, maybe on. Maybe people really don't want to get in their head about it. That's the only thing I could think. Because yeah. that was my reason for not watching any of Ari's season. I was like, don't want to get in my head. Don't want to freak out, get anxious. Like, let's just go into this process. It's like, very true. And I feel like that was one of the things that you crushed night one. Is because you didn't. You, you went in like you were more confident than he was. I think a lot of girls, though, did not know who. Like, genuinely just didn't i there was yeah. a, a lot of my friends who had not watched any of a season either who were just kind of like did a quick wikipedia search and uh <laughs> did a couple of, i would have been i'm like i'm full i'm watching research. everything yeah i'm you know i would be like super paranoid about everything i'm like i have to find out everything yeah. about this person like what are my thoughts on this individual but if anything it's more for me wanting to know what show i'm partaking in and be totally. prepared like totally. i'm not gonna sign up for I'm not going to audition for the circle, let's say, and never have watched the show and just be like, what am I doing here with like no survivor, et cetera. Yeah, no, like I've never actually watched Survivor before and I would totally go on the show, but I'm going to watch Survivor. And that's the thing. I could see you auditioning for Survivor. Right. And then without ever watching it. And then you're like, fuck, I got to watch at least a couple episodes to prepare myself. Yeah. And the thing, the vibe I got from Jamie is that like, yeah, he probably has never really, he's never been a watcher of the show. 
But it seemed like he knew the flow of what was going on. Well, he said that he wanted to be there for Michelle, so he so he has got to know a thing or two about her. He's, yeah, he said something like, "I've heard that you're just incredible," and I'm like, "Do you know friends of hers?" Maybe, or maybe his you... no, maybe he, he had friends. This does seem plausible. Friends who are like, "You would love this girl. You've got to audition for her season." Totally. Well, Jamie definitely seems like he's going to go far. He does. She was so wept off her feet. She totally was. The moment that she met him. What did you think about his entrance? Got really annoyed when he said that dress was just fabric before you put it on. I was like, that dress was not just fabric. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? I was was not a fan of the line. (laughs) I was like, do you know how expensive that dress is? Do you know how many hours of work? Have you seen it hanging on the rack? Because I'm sure it looks gorgeous off of her body too. Do not insult the dress I got. Granted, she looks absolutely amazing, but let's uh, let's take a moment to appreciate the fine craftsmanship yeah. of the dress. Fabric. Sir? <laughs> I was, like, kind of surprised by some of the line. Okay, who was the, uh, who's the guy? I don't think I wrote it down fast enough. The guy who... Okay, the, 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 the villain. What's his name? Chris. Chris, yes. Chris his, S. Chris S, okay. She was... Quick with him, but like his little jokes about like maybe I'll give like maybe I'll get an A, maybe I'll give you some D, whatever. And she made said something so clever and yeah, fast she was just that like I never as in detention. With. Yeah, she was like I was thinking more like detention. Yeah, she was very fast. Um, and I was like, but shit. like, but she was also like after she was like, oh, you know, like, ooh. Yeah, I thought and she I was, like, was what? I thought she was put Me off. Me too. By him. I thought she was like fuck off. What part of me thought in that moment was that it was editing and it was about someone else. I'm wondering that. So, uh. if, especially if he is going to be the villain and they want him to stay there longer, she seemed like she had a smile on her face yeah. when he walked away. Yeah, she was like, "That was fun," you know. But I was uh, to me, I would have been like, "I would." I would uh, the second he said that, I was like, "Go away." Like when he came out in the, I will say this, when he came out in the school bus and he had the backpack on and the shorts, I thought that was actually clever. Yeah. I was like, this is gimmicky, yeah. but not in a way that is like over the top and like, I'm going to be dist- fully distracted by you the whole night. Yeah. Like, yes, you're in shorts and you look like, what's his face? The one rock guy, like Axel wrote, I mean, whatever, whoever is, wears the sh- little kid shorts all the time. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but where's the kid shorts? There's like some, some like famous rocker that like always dresses like he's like uh, going to school. Uh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was kind of a cute vibe. And then as soon as he started saying all that shit, I was like, this whoa, is whoa. now I am horrified by the whole vibe of what's <sighs> going on with, with <sighs> the, with the bus and the short shorts and like, no, they were short, but like the shorts and the knee high socks. Now I'm creeped out with you being like, going to give me the D and I'm just like, please don't say that to me while you have a backpack on. And that's, that's first and foremost, <laughs> feeling a little weird that you came out of a school bus with a backpack and knee high socks. You're talking about giving me the D. I'm a little, I, yes, I am a teacher. I'm a I'm now a little disturbed by what's happening. Yes. Now this is crossing a line, but she seemed into it. Speaking she of, was into it. I also, she just seemed also into Romeo with the French, which I was also turned off by. Okay, Becca, 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 Becca. I was seeing a lot of people being like, oh my God, melting for Romeo. No. And I was not getting that. I wasn't into it either. I, I don't like, know why. I was, you know, it, again, maybe it was our cast bio that I got in my head, but you know, he was, he's like the, I believe he's like the Harvard grad. Oh yeah. Um, And we talked about like that we could see him either as kind of this like shy, 
you know, handsome, super smart guy or could be a problem in the house because Mm. he's a little bit like, you know, thinks he's better than everyone. And after that intro, I kind of got the vibe that I was getting like I could see Romeo being potential villain energy a little bit where I'm like, okay, or not even like, but villain in the way that Bennett was not where it's like he's he's doing anything villainous, but that there's drama in the house with him a little bit. I could see that. Um. Other ones I didn't like Clayton with the ruler again with the, t- the like no I was surprised that our that our future bachelor was asking to be spanked with a yeah. giant ruler I was getting big Colton energy from him before and I was totally. like it's Colton 2.0 here we go and then he busted out that ruler and was having him spank him and I was like this is not a Colton energy moment it kind of is though like Colton was a little. He was always a little bit attention-y like that, though. Like, maybe not in the same way. True. But Colton was always definitely willing to do that kind of shit. You know, if a producer suggested it and it was like a, you know, dream time sort of thing. True. So it kind of still is Colton energy to me. Carrie's going to have a field day with him because uh, he showed up. The suit, I don't know if you noticed, the color of the suit and the tie was like a grandma fabric tie. And I was like, Carrie is going to love dressing you. Mm. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it's going to be hell. Did you notice that with the with <laughs> with Michelle? Dude, I was laughing so hard. With Michelle, Tasha, and Caitlin. They all looked so beautiful and I loved all of their uh, outfits. Tasha's outfit was insane. I don't know if you saw photos of it after you couldn't see the whole thing during filming, but it was stunning. But then very not a carry dress. But then she had these huge mm. chandelier earrings. And I looked at all three of their earrings. All three of the outfits did not look like carry picks. But then it's like he's hanging on for dear life. <laughs> and he's like, slap these earrings on. And they all have these like ridiculous, ladies. <laughs> these like two obnoxious carry style chandelier dude. earrings that didn't, I feel like, what go with like the outfits at all. And I was like, that this is Carrie, this is Carrie's final, mean Carrie. final breath from the grave. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> these women are deciding to dress themselves all of a sudden. Whoa. They have opinions. What is about this 2020? <laughs> Granted, I did see when she was looking through her outfits in one clip, there was nothing but bedazzled gowns. And I was like, oh, Carrie still has Carrie. grip. Well, yeah, Carrie's still there officially. But I feel like when we saw glimpses of the rest of the season, I feel like in general, she was looking very non-Carrie-ish. True. Other ones, other yes. entrances that I... LT's terrifying, um, obviously. I'm going to tell you that I was quaking during the rose ceremony when I thought that she was sending him home and I was like, if I don't get to see more of this terrifying energy on my screen, LT walked up. The thing that was so scary about him is that he's obviously wearing a tux-like thong and he, it wasn't a joke. Mm -hmm. And when he walked into the men, he was just like, "Mm." there was no, when he was talking to her, he was dead serious. Joker brain. Yes, (laughs) completely serious, holding his tequila, just like looking at everyone. I quaking. I thank you, broads, by the way, who have sent me DMs over the past few days being like, I looked at LT's TikTok and I also need to talk about it. We're all trying to process this together. It's a lot. 
So, other ones. Ah, did you like Brandon with the bed? No. No, I didn't like that either. Too much. I don't. Call me a prude. <laughs> And I'm all about shit right away. That's my thing. I'm all about. I love. Stop. I'm all about being like you know, open sexually. You know me. I'm all about this. But the intro. I if I was Michelle, I'd be a little bit like, you don't. You haven't even met me yet. Like if we want to talk about this week too. And again, maybe this is prude energy. But I get that happening if it's Katie season because they're doing this whole shtick with Katie about her being... Colton's whatever. Yeah, but with Michelle, that was never like a topic of conversation that was coming up. It was teacher, basketball, you know. Like that wasn't a conversation that was happening with her and Matt. So to just like all these... There was a lot of guys who right away came in with like... Let me give you the D. And it's just it's just like it's just not a good look. We live in a predatory world enough as it yes. is. And also, like, it's so bizarre to me in a show that's all about, like, right reasons and real relationships that you're going to come out of the gate being like, I'm trying to fuck. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Why would you do that? It doesn't line up. It doesn't line up. This isn't too hot to handle. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like, why would you make that choice? It would. It would definitely be... I feel like every once in a while, someone does it right. I mean, Brandon did say you'd be waking up next to me every morning. Yeah, it was no. not like super. I didn't. I didn't hate. I didn't hate the bed with Brandon, but I also feel like Brandon. He's so young to me mm. that again, you posted about it looked like a Y two K prom outfit. Like, and so I was like, I was getting this very young vibe. So everything about him. It would just like threw me off a little bit. You seem to like him, though. Yeah, I I think I I thought Brandon seemed like a sweet guy, very smooth. So you're a little bit like I don't know what your vibe yeah. is, but he, you know, to me it was like I didn't have alarm bells going off, but I was also like, eh. I mean, he'll get a couple weeks in and then be gone. I think. Now I'm going to tell you about my favorites, and I want to hear your favorites, tell and me. then we're going to talk about Rick. So, because we need to talk about Rick, Lord knows. My favorites, well, I'll save the best for the last. I liked Rodney with the apple, even though it was stupid. I like Rodney a lot. I like Rodney a lot. I like his energy. Yeah. He was, um, he had like a swagger about him that I wasn't expecting. For sure. I did love that. I wrote that down as well. I did love that she called him out, though, about the apple, because as soon as he came out, she's like, what type of apple are you? And he said, Granny, Granny Smith. Smith. I right away wrote down, I'm like, Brain. the one green one. <laughs> like, so I love that then she pulled him aside and was just like, I do have one problem. And then she named off 17 different red apples. Yeah. But he was cute. Yeah, he was cute. And he kind of like brought it to mm-hmm. her, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of the guys were not very super confident. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that. Um I also liked, obviously, PJ. That was fucking hilarious. Truly legendary. And he was exactly how I thought he was going to be. I texted Becca as because I was watching at East Coast time. I texted you and I'm like, you and Gray are going to die. The fact that we were chanting PJ during the cast bios and that Daniel, sweet Daniel, really thought he did something with that fire truck, which, no shade, but I'm like, you really thought that that was one of the best entrances? You could barely <laughs> scooch your way up. He thought just because he was a firefighter, you know, it was the best entrance. He's like, you know, I'm a firefighter. It's a shoe in. And then the cue, the triumphant music. 
and that fire truck is flying down and PJ just comes out and he's not in his fire suit. He's in a he is in a suit and he is looking <laughs> gorgeous. And the guys <laughs> the guys are in the wings and they're all going, Oh man, this is one we gotta watch out for. Oh, he's really good looking Peter, and they're all which spiraling. I'm about to get to. Mm-hmm. Peter was like, I gotta say he's a good looking guy. They were all spiraling watching him. All of them. I had multiple people DM me saying every time, like, it cut to him in my head, it was just, don't believe me, just watch, dude. I was thinking about that song when the fire truck pulled up, and I was like, I was wishing there were, like, dancers on it, just like Bruno Mars was on the top. He, like, hired Bruno Mars just to come in. <laughs> don't believe me, just watch, dude. <laughs> And when he came out and his little and even though we saw like none of him, it was like, oh, my God, he's totally this guy. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like we see him much in the uh, following weeks, but he seems like uh, I'm starting to panic. I am panicky too. I was like, why am I not seeing more of PJ? He will make it on Paradise, though, if he doesn't make it even past week two. He, I, mean, I believe in my heart. I, I believe. sure hope so. I have already followed him on Instagram. I'm only following like two people <laughs> on the show. I was like, PJ, I want to be part of this as I watch you rise to victory. He's got to be on Paradise, right? I mean, but you know what? I don't know a lot about PJ, but from what I could guess, I could also picture him making it through the show and then them offering him Paradise and him being like, too busy with work. I had fun, but I'm going to go back to what I love, saving people. Saving people's (laughs) lives. (laughs) Don't believe it, just watch. <laughs> Turns around with a little spin. Michael Jackson spin. And then uh, finally, my favorite, obviously, Peter is making our dreams come true. Becca, you manifested. 99.9% of people who I respect reaction to Peter was negative. And I was kind of weeping in my house in a corner because I was like, I'm kind of obsessed with this no, guy. No, no, Don't weep. Be proud because you are, we are going to be right. He is amazing. Now, in the previews, he kind of looked like a nightmare. He looks amazing <laughs> in the previews as well. Who was he coming for again? Will. Who the fuck is that? Remember Will? Um, He came in. Nope. What was he doing? <laughs> it was super brief. He was speaking Spanish to her. Wow. I missed that. He was the one who's like the academic advisor. Oh, um, he's okay. cute. He's cute. I like his vibe. And I, I was, I'm like, was obsessing over Peter. And then I saw the preview. I was like, please don't disappoint me. But I'll say this. Everyone who I'm seeing posting who is not vibing on Peter, I believe in my truest heart. They're jealous. <laughs> You're jealous. <laughs> Obviously. Um, I think it's going to be a Kenny situation. Yeah. Where it's like, I and- had... I had many people sliding my DMs telling me I was out of my fucking mind with my obsession with Kenny, and then everybody felt was in love with Kenny. I think Peter's like that. Or he's like an Aaron. True. I mean, that seems to be like a new popular trope, right? Mm-hmm. On the, it, it seems like a... Maybe it's not new-new, but on The Bachelor, bringing that guy in who's going to just be a fucking wild card. So loose tell, cannon. Yeah. So tell me what you liked about Peter. I mean, look, I like that Peter was the one who, you know making comments like with PJ where he's like, well, he's a really good looking guy, you know, like, I don't know. And okay, obviously he's got the the whole East Coast 
the whole East Coast are the way we imagine the East Coast as Californiaers, <laughs> Californians. He is that. And so we love it. We need it. Mm -hmm. We live. We thrive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. I I was very disappointed he didn't have the accent. That's that was my only my only sadness is that he didn't have like some strong East Coast accent. W was I imagining it? He has an accent. I mean, it's it's slight, isn't it? But not much. Maybe I'm losing it. Maybe I'm losing <laughs> it because I remember this guy with like a full accent. Maybe I'm maybe I'm completely. I've completely disassociated. It's one, it's one of us is just off our rocker. But I loved everyone was like, oh, no, uh, now I'm losing my mind. I loved when he came in and he screamed Bongiorno Principe, <laughs> Principe <laughs> and then chucked the pizza dough. I was all about it. I'm like, see, this is the energy I want night one. Shout. You know what I mean? Right, I'm, I'm right. rattled. I'm jarred. But then he came up. <laughs> I loved his sparkly suit. Okay. Did you notice that his suit no. was... No. Okay. His black velvet suit had sparkles all in it. What? I was obsessed. Okay. I loved it. I loved the fact that we called that the first night he'd be feeding her something and he had her... Ha she had cannolis with him for the very first time. Wait. He has a Long Island accent. Long Island born and raised. Buongiorno. How you doing? Is his, is his, is his bio... Let's wait. Let's listen to this real, real quick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Have to, have to interrupt. I have to know if this, if I. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I guess you're right. He's got like a little. I also listen to a lot of podcasts with people who have heavy <laughs> East Coast accents. So I think to me, if it's all like, hey, what the fuck is going on, motherfucker? Like, whatever, yeah, then it's you're not. Right. Even it's though probably I don't know like what a, just came out of my mouth. You're probably like, a, it's a four out of ten. You're right. In my head, it was a ten out of ten. If it was a ten out of ten, I'd be like, this is my bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm checking out his I'm IG sold. right now. This very well maybe Like, he's he. I love that he's embodying this ridiculous he, pizzapreneur lifestyle. He's also cute. I th he is very hot. Now I'm not a fan of the the hair. If he grew out the no. sides, he would be yeah. Enough of that little on top on top bullshit. You if know, if he grew out the sides, he would be like to me kind of like movie star. No, he's he's hot for sure. Go on his IG, people, if you don't believe me. And I think he has kind of some unique features too. Like I don't know. I'm I I'm super into him. And I am so yeah. sad for all of you for rejecting him night one. And I really hope that you yeah, come that's to your sad senses. for you. That's sad for you. <laughs> because he is going to be a good time and hopefully he doesn't disappoint us. But I love him. I also like you saw a moment with him where he was um, talking like they were, there was a group of guys and he said like, oh yeah, no, I had a really good moment with her. And then like one of the other guys was like, well, I'm going to go make sure that like my guy over here isn't the only one with a good moment. And the way that he was like laughing and all, there wasn't, it didn't feel to me. That's why it shocked me later where there's a scene of him losing well, it saying, with maybe Will. This guy fucking deserves it. <laughs> maybe it's Will's <laughs> problem. But, um, but I, I felt like the interaction with him was already like he was very friend, like friend guy with all yeah. the guys. Yeah. Um, but I loved him. Yeah. I loved him and I was bewildered. 
at most people's reactions yeah to him. so i was so happy that you also yeah that you also enjoyed him do you have any favorites otherwise um, I mean, ugh, I'm kind of similar to you. I loved, I loved Peter's. I loved PJ's. Um, I liked Nate's. Nate's was ba- like basic, and he came in first. By the way, first out of the limo and first impression rose historically, and he got wow. the first and only kiss that night. Historically, this is will he go all the way? This is either winner or you know second place situation. Yeah. Um, do you know how old he is off the top of your head? No. Look it up right now. No, I do not. How old is she? 28. All right. He is 27. Okay. So they're close in age. Um, I thought, I'll, I'll say this. I thought best dressed of the night was Malik. I thought he looked absolutely gorgeous in his velvet, well-fitted suit. (laughs) I was obsessed. Um, I'm liking Pardeep's vibe. Yeah, yeah, me too. Big fan. Yeah. So I think he is going to be beloved in the hearts. He had a really fun energy. And I then also was stalking his Instagram and he's very cute. Um, Oh, I think one of my number one um, hate ones was Brandon K, who had the beads, the Mardi Gras beads, and like was putting them on her and was insinuating for her to get the beads. She's going to have to show him her breasts. And she was... And you could hear Tasha and Caitlin being like, this is so awkward. This is so awkward. And Michelle's like, okay, well, no, not for today or not. I don't think I'm going to have these today. And he's like, show me your heart. And he like said heart, but it came late. And also like putting beads. I mean, it, 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 it was upsetting to me. But that's weird to me where it's like, you know, he's, he's doing the whole like, oh, you have to show me your heart. And she's like, no. But then the, the guy who's like, that's where I'm like not getting it. Who's like, oh, my, oh, maybe I'll give you the D or whatever. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. Yes, I will say, I think it, there is an energy shift, right? Sure. So Chris was coming in like very smiley Playful. and confident. And Brandon kind of like slinked yeah. in. And then he was just like, here, let me give you these beats. And she was just like, oh, God. And it was like very Show creepy energy. Titties. And it was also not done <laughs> He he was like questioning himself when he put it on. So it's like not only are you Ew. like it, and then you're just like not even confident no, when you're doing no, it, and it, it just like, is uncomfortable. I'm not confidently making this a joke. It's like I know that this is awkward as I'm doing it, and I'm still going through with it. I'm just like Brandon. Why didn't you throw the beads out the window before you exited the limo and just introduce yourself? You would have been a standout <laughs> because no one just introduced themselves. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think that those were those were my main takeaways. Uh, um, and minus minus uh, minus Joe and Rick. So Rick, so Rick. Also, who went home? I have. Um, I know for sure that Brian left. I'm so sad about who was our NFL player twenty seven times. Oh my god! Forgot and he showed him. up, and he his suit was like wrinkled, and I loved. He was seemed so sweet, and I've been I followed him on Instagram, and I love his energy. Like the day before, or the day of um, the show, he posted like things that I want to talk about since people are going to be looking at this, and he talked about some really important shit going on in our country. I, he's he's, I love him, Aww. and he's gone. Sad, so sad. Um, and then by the way, Clayton also made um. Uh, not Clayton. 
Clay, excuse me, Clay Harbor posted. And he's like, finally, an actual NFL player was on your screens last night in America. He's like, this man has won a super, has a Super Bowl ring. Oh. And he like shaded himself too, because he's like, there's actually a r- official real NFL player. Wait, this is the guy that got like drafted and then dropped yes. over and over and over again. Yeah, apparently he's got a Super Bowl ring. Well, I guess your odds are high when you have been with like 25 different teams. Very true. Um, Edward, the wellness healer from that Los Angeles with Didn't his like singing bowl. bowl. Um, uh, Garrett, the astrologer, is gone. Our mom. Our mother is Sagittarius. gone. Sagittarius. He's gone. And so, and then I think a few other, oh, I think the other Joe is gone. Yeah. Well, Rick, you know, um, first of all, was he wearing eyeliner? We need to talk about that. Rick, de- no, I know exactly. Now I'll tell you this. Those people who have that natural. Those eyelashes. The guys who have the, the under the, uh, the, the eyelashes that are really dark that look like eyeliner. That's one of that's one of my weaknesses. So how did you feel about Rick? Um, something makes tells me you are not weak at the knees for Rick. I was not. I was slightly horrified, but I also would like when I'd look at his face, I'd be like, I think you're hot. Yeah, like I find him to be extremely hot, uh. but he gives me the massive weirdies. It must have been the editing, right? I think like, so because she, she seemed to really him. like him. She seemed to really like him a lot. But I also, I mean, I do feel for the guy. They kept him in that I know. damn table. They rolled his ass around. The scene where she was sitting across <laughs> from him on the couch just had me deceased. How long did they make him sit in that? That must have been so uncomfortable. It had to have been, what, at least four hours? <laughs> unbelievable four hours they roll him then and he's with the men and there's like one moment where you see for a second the guy's about to like give him a sip of a drink and he's just getting rolled around he is rolled over to interrupt her talking to spencer wild and i feel like it might be the editing that he's actually maybe a good sport and is playing along with the fact that he has to have her sit there and they have to have a conversation but then when he got out of the table and was like, I want you to know that you can like have fun with me and we can talk about this and remember this. That kind of weirded me out where I and was like, the way he was like, I don't know. He was just weird. The energy was off to me. <laughs> the energy was off to me. And it, and it made me like, <laughs> I could, I would say I couldn't put my finger on it, but he also arrived as an entree. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't put my finger on why the energy was weird, but also he was on a bed of lettuce. His head was on a platter. And that's weird. But also, bro, he looks like he's like top fucking three. Yeah. What the hell? He's someone that I could maybe see week three us changing our minds about. I'm open. I'm open. He didn't do anything that made me against him. He seems like a nice guy. He does seem like a nice person, at least. He also doesn't seem as uh, attention-y as Connor did. You know, it's like Connor with the eagle. Please stop. No. This guy doesn't have the same vibe. We pray he doesn't play an instrument or sing or else we're in Mm. trouble. Um, I could see it. Yeah, me too. But I'm, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers like like you were saying, I, I my heart is open. I feel like my mind could change about Rick. Um, he looks like someone who's like, I actually play the mandolin, you know? Yeah. My my heart might change quickly because, like I said, I do find him to be very attractive against my will. He looks like spooky Jim Halpert. Yeah. 
and I like I like the spooky Jim Halpert. I find Jim Halpert to be cute, but not spooky enough for me. Mm. He's like the Pete Davidson version of Jim Halpert a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, if Rick had tattoos, I'd be done. Rick's personality's fucking weird. Uh, yeah, I'm open. I'm open. I'm not saying that I like the personality, but just physically. The, dude, the way eyelashes. he was though, smiling and just like <laughs> no. uncomfortably laughing, it was really terrifying. But yeah, I wasn't into that. That wasn't for me. <laughs> that wasn't for me. <sighs> but we'll see. Like you said, he seems to go really far and it seems like she really likes him. And I get it. I think that he did have an energy that was maybe calming a little bit um, because he wasn't taking himself super seriously on yeah. the first night. And <sighs> sorry, I just realized we didn't talk about Joe and talk about that. We didn't talk about Joe. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up with okay, Joe. Let's wrap it up with Joe. Um, first things first, I was like, Joe's cute. Hate him. He's extremely attractive and he's red flag city. I'm sorry. I don't care what your excuse is. You're starting off the relationship with an excuse about why you already ended it with this person. What? Like what? And then also to be like, but but you like auditioned and went through like that long process to get on the show Dude, and never contacted her again. My guy was trying to play it off. Like he would not have brought it up unless she did. Well, remember in, in, after she spoke to him, he's like, well, I wasn't really prepared. I didn't think we were going to talk about that. And I was like, you really thought you'd show up and that she wouldn't be like, why did you ghost me? He was probably just, he was hoping she wouldn't remember him. When sus she as fuck. Yeah, very sus. And when she when when Michelle just looked at him and goes, Do I know you? And then he walks away and she shouts, Did I slide into your DMs? I was on it's the your floor. Last name. Fully calls out his last name. But when she goes, I love I was obsessed with the fact that I don't know. I just feel like most bachelorettes would have tried to play it off like maybe not said anything right away and then mm. been like he started talking to me on Instagram. I fucking love that she was like, did I slide into your DMs? She said that she's the one who did it. She's like, I was the one who slid into your DMs, right? Is your last name such and such? Obsessed. Dude, how did he think he was going to get away with that too if she was the one that talked to him first? What sure the hell? I sure don't know. Maybe he was just like, well, she seems to have been really busy the past couple of years. So maybe she will have forgotten. But was I, that yeah. Pre her, her being on The Bachelor? Them talking. You know, yes. Matt's season? Yes, it would have been. Because he talked to her about the fact that his property was um, in George Floyd Square during protests. And so she she would have gone on Matt's season like right after. Ye- because yeah, Claire fall. You're right, because you're right. Because right, yeah, yeah, season yeah. came like right after. You're right. Oh my God. So... I will say this, in their conversation, when he brought that up, it's like, obviously, and it's like, you know, I, I can't speak about this, but being a black man, having property there during that time, like, I can't imagine the trauma that was happening. But then when she, so it's like, I can't speak into that. But the way that Michelle handled the whole situation too, again, it's like, she's so phenomenal. Yeah, she's really graceful. That she was just like, 
I value communication, but I'm also gracious. And I'm a woman of color who lived right near there. And I was having to talk my students through this. Like, I understand. So you didn't, we didn't have to have this breakup. But the fact that there wasn't any communication or any explanation to why then you are feeling the anxiety and you're not ready. She clearly was, I mean, and then she almost didn't pick him. So her, her red producers flags. told her to producers told her to pick him for sure and I think so i mean she seemed into him to me but her alarm bells are going off yeah that's just to me as bad news like i've you, you whether your parent just got diagnosed with cancer whatever if you got cast then on that yeah. person's season yeah it's, you come it, straight forward and like yes n- no it's one thing it's one thing if you're dming somebody something traumatic happens and then you ghost them and then you you bump into them on the street one day. I don't sure. think anything is owed, personally, if you're not in a relationship, if you're just talking. But you show up on this woman's seat, her season. No, 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 no. Yeah. He was not going to bring it up no. unless she did. And he couldn't even take the time pre-season. The man was already in her DMs. That mm-hmm. means he could have just said like, yeah no it was almost like he just yeah the fact that he didn't send a dm and say maybe i'll be seeing you someday nothing even like there was no then him trying to follow up even more recently knowing he was going to be on her season was like you were hoping it was just going to go away for sure no and And then to me like if someone's like i I don't care i don't know to me i'm like you're that what i would feel like if i was her be like well, you're bullshitting me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she felt that way. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it very and, and much appeared the, and that And even way. the way she responded where she was like, yeah, I was going through the same thing as you. Yeah. She's like, and I was having to walk children through it. Like 10 and 11 year olds. So like, yeah. I mean, she, the way she said it, she was like, I, out of anyone, would like understand that. She's just so incredible, though, too, because then when he all of a sudden was then saying, he's like, I know that my communication, I need to work on it. I've been going through therapy. And then she had that moment where she was like, I just want to let you know that like you as a black man talking about the fact that you're going through therapy. She's like, I just want to let you know I see you and I respect that. And she was just then so. She's just she's incredible the way that the whole thing was handled. Yeah. But clearly she had alarm bells going off. And I think he is emotional. I, I, not emotional. I think he is uh, manipulative, very manipulative. Because, like, that just, the whole thing pisses me off. And then him saying, like, I'm going through therapy. Then why the fuck were you going to lie or just deceive her and pretend like you would never talk yeah, to her? Not, You're full it's of it's shit, not my a good, guy. It's not a, it's not a good move. It's not a good move. And I, he makes me, he makes me very nervous. I because like I him. feel like he's going to break her heart and... I think maybe who we thought Nate was going to be is going to be maybe who Joe, where where he maybe gets really far and then she's heartbroken. Well, look, and she's in a vulnerable position because since she slid in his DMs, this guy is obviously her type. There's obviously something about him that stood out to her in the first place. Yeah, she reached out to him. And one can assume then that they were talking. If he if, if they were talking enough for him to ghost her, then something was going on between them. So automatically... Yes. 
when you're familiar with someone going to the show, he has such a leg up. And Michelle doesn't hit me as the type of person who is going to be like, you know, exchanged one or two DMs with someone and then is like, why didn't you oh, contact me? No. She seems pretty fucking laid back that I would imagine it was I would imagine it's more than we even think. I think so, too, because also he had this whole explanation. And I think that if it had not been anything, then he wouldn't have had this, uh-huh. you know, explanation. That yes. was a, that was a pretty serious one. Do you know what yes. I'm saying? Like, yes. if they did not have a serious exchange, it would kind of been like, I'm sorry, things got really busy, whatever. Instead, yes. he had a very, like, weighty reason for why he dropped out of the blue and what we can presume was a... Some sort of intense exchange. Uh-huh. I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of drama with Joe. We also then see in the preview a clip of the guys being like, have they known each other previously? I'm assuming that's not Joe because that's pretty out in the open, right? I don't think any of them know would know okay. that. This will be an interesting if if they're referring to Joe. It will be a very interesting tell about who Joe How is he if they're if these rumblings are happening because Joe is hiding the fact that they knew each other previously. Yeah. We take a Blake, for instance, who shows up to the house and is like, I gotta be fully honest, right. slid into her DMs, reached out to her, talked to her, said it put it all out there. Is Joe going to be actively hiding the fact from the guys that he even if they confront him about it will he be like no it was nothing and will that be a drama because the guys bring it to her and are like joe didn't know you and then she's like what he probably will be hiding it because the details are not flattering like you said i think it's more than we think it is i mean there's no way that the guys aren't talking because they saw what happened with her and joe like when she specifically came up to him pulled him and the guys were like oh she doesn't look super happy and joe came back and they're like how did that go and he's like not great yeah. Like, how could it go not great with that much of intensity the first night of meeting somebody? Right. It's like you had the guys have to be like, what's going on right now? Right. I'll be interested <sighs> to see how it plays out is all I can say. But, you know. Well, I think that we are going to have quite a it looks like it's going to be a very dramatic season amongst these men. And I'm very excited for that. And I'm very happy to have such a wonderful bachelorette. Yeah. I think same, she's going to make same, it same. fantastic. By the way, broads. Tune in next Tuesday for our Halloween episode. You know we have to bring Roz back. I posted yesterday about that we were going to be doing a Halloween episode, and I got so many DMs from people being like, wait, is Roz not coming on? What do you think? Of course Roz is going to be here. And um, then you can join us on Thursday for episode two recap, and then the Chatty Bros next week. And uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. Bye.